Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. This is a new Dudley with a piece about Earth Time. How good is your ability to tell time, Earth Time, that is? Are you well enough attuned to the rhythms of the natural world that you could set aside your watch and your calendar and still know what time it is, like our ancestors did? Many of us, living in our clock-bound, calendar-ruled society, have lost much of our natural sense of time. But so what? We have electric devices to keep track of time for us. And besides, these days, our dwellings are automatically kept at steady temperatures, so we need never feel the heat or cold of the seasons. And we need never experience the dark either because light is always available at the flick of an electric light switch. We hardly ever have to experience the natural rhythms and cycles of the natural world because we have created convenient artificial environments for ourselves, and so our awareness of earth time has faded, much to our loss. When I was teaching history of science and technology at the university, I would ask my students, when is the next full moon? No one would know. I would ask, why would this be an important thing to know? This was a puzzle to these late 20th and early 21st century students. What was the moon to them? A destination for spaceships. A visual in a romantic comedy. The trigger for a werewolf's transformation. But for our ancestors, the moon and its cycles had practical meaning to their lives. Mariners and fishermen plied their trades by the tides, which are governed by the moon. Farmers planted crops by the waxing and waning of the moon. For journeys at night, travelers preferred to move under a gibbous moon. That two-week period, each month from the first quarter through the full moon to the third quarter, when the moon was brightest. For all of these reasons, and many more, it was important to people to be aware of the phases of the moon. But it is my experience that nowadays, most people do not know when the next full moon will be, nor out of which window in their house they will be able to see it rise. My students did tell me they paid more attention to the sun than the moon but most of them could not point to the direction from which the sun rose each morning, nor in which direction it set each evening. They had no sun orientation, and like our society as a whole, knew little about the sun's seasonal patterns of light and dark, other than that the days are short in winter and long in summer. The seasonal movements of the sun are like a pendulum swinging back and forth between the winter and summer solstices. Surrounding the winter solstice in our part of the world, there is a period of about 10 days when day length is only 8 and 3 quarters hours. The sunlight pendulum has swung to this farthest point and it slows and pauses before beginning its return swing. As the pendulum moves away from the winter solstice, it begins to increase day length by a minute each day. By the spring equinox, the sunlight pendulum is adding three to four minutes of daylight each day. And as it approaches the summer solstice, it slows, and there is again a period of about ten days surrounding the summer solstice when day length is about sixteen and a half hours. 
Then, as fall approaches, the pendulum resumes its swing back to the winter solstice, losing a minute of day length each day, which speeds up to three to four minutes of lost day length each day by the fall equinox, until day length is back to eight and three quarters hours at the winter solstice. Here is a way to increase your awareness of earth time. From which window in your house can you see the sunrise? We'll call this your sun window. And the wall inside your house that is opposite your sun window we'll call your sun wall. When the sun rises each morning, begin to notice where it shines on the sun wall. When the spring equinox arrives, make a note of the exact spot on the sun wall where the sun shines. This is your equinox mark. As the sunlight pendulum swings toward the summer solstice, the spot where the sun first shines on your sun wall will move steadily until it reaches its farthest point to one side. Mark this as your summer solstice point. As the seasons turn and the sunlight pendulum swings back to the equinox, the sunrise point will return to your equinox mark and then begin moving in the other direction until it reaches the winter solstice mark. Now you have your own earth calendar using the sunlight pendulum. If your house is not situated to receive the direct path of the sun on your walls, then you can go outside and scan the horizon to the south. Over which trees or buildings does the sun rise? And how does this point move throughout the year? An earth clock telling earth time is available to you when you know where to look for it. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.